0: Welcome to the Enneagram with Chelsea and Nicole. This is a Positively Deviant Culture podcast anchored in the Enneagram. Today, we're talking about the type five and kicking off with the core brilliance. But before we get into that, a quick reminder.
1: Every episode, I want to remind listeners that this isn't a prescriptive fixed tool and that our conversations are designed to work with the material and the ideas in an exploratory way. And as long as I've been working with the Enneagram, my knowledge and application continues to evolve. And that's what we're here to do, to to keep learning together.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And the core brilliance, I mean, we should start by defining what we mean by those words for someone who's listening for the first time. Really the way that I've understood your take on the core brilliance is what is most inspiring about this type, what this type teaches us and what else? Yeah, the brilliance is exactly
1: that. What we feel in in our soul that kind of lights us up, the parts of humanity that we wish we could be, or when we actually are occupying those spaces of humanity that excite us, inspire us,
0: cause joy. I find it so inspirational to work towards, but also notice it when you are really in a fully integrated state, you can actually feel this essence underpinning so much of kind of the narrative of your life. We're also talking about the core brilliance to create a new lens around so much of the content that's out in the world. And so when you think about the five, the thinker or the need to perceive are some of the anecdotal or kind of surface level definitions of the type five. And what we're here to do with the core brilliance is really expand that.
1: I frame it this way because I feel like it's a missing link. It's a missing piece in a lot of the literature and what's being spoken about in regard to the Enneagram. And it's so important (laughs) that I feel like this is the initial experience that all of us need to have about each type. To dig into the parts that are most deeply inspiring, the parts of us that we want to be like. What's most important about each type really is their core brilliances and their, as I call it, existential jobs in the world. The the parts of themselves that are adding the most value to our world when there's deep integration. So the five teaches us about omniscience. we actually can know that there's knowledge and truth and experiences that we can understand that we can capture that we can comprehend and that it, this is a godlike quality that fives actually can engage the information of the world in a way that's like seeing the matrix And the matrix is so complex that very few humans can even approach (laughs) the matrix. And what fives are able to do is not only see the matrix, but to comprehend it in ways that are basically incomprehensible. And so that's why this quality of omniscience is really powerful. And fives are able to engage this space in such a way that's so incredibly brilliant in a way that they can deconstruct the matrix and then put it back together and not only just put it back together, but put it back together better than it was before. So this is this insanely intelligent ability involves many different qualities, right? And so one of the qualities that it involves is an ability to perceive and to take in information and it's the quality of seeing and perceiving And then being able to connect the dots to be able to see all of these infinite variables. There's these infinite elements of reality and space. And there's these connections that can be made very easily. When fives are really in their most brilliant space, they can perceive this in a way where their minds and their bodies end up being the tool and the place where they can access the wonders of the universe. So this really is like kind of the most brilliant space that is absolutely amazing. So fives are able to lift the veil on what is hidden for most of us. They're able to make transparent and to see all of the universes that are hidden and the information and the connections and the hidden places can actually be seen.
0: There's definitely people that I can see throughout history who have taken on this kind of lifting the veil in the body of the work that they've done throughout a lifetime. Another part that you mentioned that stuck out to me is the connecting of the dots and the tag of innovator and how we know innovators are seeing things in ways that many other people don't connect those dots in the same way. And so when you talk about deconstructing and then reconstructing in a more magnificent way, I think that's a really compelling thought. Yes. It's so compelling.
1: It's amazing (laughs) in the sense that Fives' brilliance is to have clarity in obscurity. When things are opaque and complex, and when things are full of disparity, Fives can make sense of it. And it's not just the sense that they're able to make. It's that things become clear and transparent and available. And visible. And that requires a certain mastery in just that essential quality. But then additionally, fives are excellent at mastering information, mastering certain skills, mastering certain abilities, uh, topics. They teach us about mastery, actually. They teach us about contemplation, that we go to our five self when we are contemplating something, when we're meditating on something, the the quality of thinking and the expansiveness of thinking is where fives exist. And the five in us is, is what we call on when we're in those spaces. The other thing that fives have that's incredibly insane is their ability to focus the extensiveness of their ability to focus and the depth of their examination, it's both broad and deep. And so this is something that's really unusual that that most humans can't sit with that amount of focus for very long, so much so that fives might forget to eat or drink or sleep or, you know, brush their hair. Is, is pretty common, <laughs> where they just lose all contact with their physical needs because they're in such a fluid area of focus and they have enough energy to remain in that space, which is what's necessary for mastery. So that depth of examination, the ability that they have to collect information to observe, again, through perception, how heightened their perceptions are, which requires a certain sobriety Right? Like clarity and sobriety are linked. Also, I think that one thing that's deeply brilliant about fives, too, is that they're not restricted by time or dimension. They can transverse these places that most humans. End up being restricted by or feel restricted by or bump up against. You know, fives can transverse these places. And it's really, it's amazing. You know, they're the best natural system thinkers. Their fascination and their curiosity is endless and vast comparatively. And they don't lose this as they age. Like maybe we could say that, you know, many children you know, can have this kind of quality of curiosity and and fascination, but eventually it goes away where, where for fives, it's, it's an essential part of their nature, which is necessary to see new things, to discover new things. It's necessary to explore with any kind of integrity. And, and I'd say, this is the other thing too, that kind of lights me up about fives is that they're able to exist inside these spaces without, attachment to any one thing. So they don't get overly attached to a particular belief or an idea or a concept or a curiosity or anything. They can be pretty present in a neutral way that allows them to examine it with, with such depth because they're not identifying with any of these elements.
0: The fact that they can hold it all and pursue a topic with the amount of focus and longevity and energy without becoming so fixated on it with any real bias from this kind of objective viewpoint is, I think, something we can all admire and look for to our fives and obviously within us. And we'll talk about that in the future. So that allows them to continue the organic curiosity that propels them through this acquisition of knowledge and being part of the head type, I guess, assessing all that they're taking in. Yes. It allows them
1: to engage humanity from a distance that allows this kind of objectivity. So instead of being attached or identified, they can separate themselves in a neutral place in order to examine, observe, explore in ways that have higher credibility. The other thing that's brilliant about fives is that they are the most willing to not know. And in this willingness to not know, it opens up a space to actually allow reality and truths. And, and again, this has to do with, you know, not being overly attached to whatever it is so that they don't need to defend it. They can neutrally uh, sit with it and watch it and see what happens. And yeah, fives are the quintessential scientists as a result and the inventors. And, and some of the things that are more commonly attached to fives, I like to describe where that's coming from. What are the qualities of an inventor? What are the qualities of innovation? What is required to be an original thinker? These are all of the qualities underneath these titles that allow for that
0: to emerge. These are the reasons why fives can do that kind of incredible work. A couple examples that come to mind are just the scientific method where you can be pretty damn sure, but fives, if they're generating this kind of system in order to allow for curiosity and not become overly biased towards what you're learning or finding, it allows room for more exploration. And another reminder that I got is one time in college when I was asked by a professor to do an inquiry project and it bumped up so strongly against what many of us think about in terms of research or acquiring knowledge in a very linear process. Instead, this asked us to follow what we were finding to continue to explore and ask more questions in the information that was being surfaced. And it was a real challenge in the way that we are taught to learn essentially and taught to engage with the world and so we need this clearly absolutely another thing that comes to
1: mind as you were speaking you know chelsea is that the brilliance of a five can often land in an experience of like a prophet or a visionary because what comes together for a five in their best most brilliant place is wisdom so it's not just external knowledge of the world, right? And in the, in the physical elements. When a five is really doing their best existential job in the world, it's both this internal truths and external truths. And then it's the synergy of these truths that somehow come out as wisdom. Fives are able to have some of the most profound insights As a result, and it's this place of wisdom, that wisdom comes from an ability to see and perceive with accuracy and credibility, and then not just in the specifics and in the details, but in the whole. And so fives have this ability to look at all of the particles and the particulars, but also the whole. And it's a similar thing that happens with wisdom. And this is a very uh, mystical place. <laughs> really, this is a, is a super mystical place where fives can sit in really powerful ways that are not normal. This is, I think, probably the the most essential place of genius. And mm. when there's certain fives that we can look at historically, you know, they can create, you know, astounding intellectual breakthroughs, you know, for humanity. But I think that the highest form in terms of the fives brilliance is when it comes to the deep wisdom and insights alongside their external physical kind of inventions where there's a kind of connection to humanity inside the matrix (laughs) and how all of those things exist kind of in this mystical place where fives can live is in unafraid of the void What I mean by that is that fives usually can, at their best, and again, there's a paradox here because this doesn't happen for a lot of fives, but at their best, fives are unafraid of death and can deeply sit in the reality of death and in the place of the void with comfort and ease and understanding and presence. And this is really powerful because most humans, you know, are actively denying death and avoiding the void. It is the most scary place for humanity that most humans are not consciously even aware of that we're actively doing these things. And so at the place of the five, it is about being able to sit in the void and accept that reality. And it's pretty, it's, it's amazing.
0: And then the outcome is this net new, you use the word insights. And I'm thinking about a lot of thinkers and even philosophers and not even like, it doesn't have to be from a philosophical standpoint. You also mentioned, you know, the science of it, right? Like that they're taking on a whole new sense of reality. So it is actually grounded in facts, but there's another layer of it when you think about how to bring a philosophical approach to the information versus just facts and data.
1: That's absolutely right. And I love it that you, you said it in that way where there is an integration, you know, that an external, internal, and the invisible in a way that is deeply credible. So the philosophy and the science and the humanity and the, the earth and all that's in it, right? Like all of these things are are somehow synergistically able to have order in the mind of fives. They're able to express this kind of order and clarity in the deepest, most wise ways.
0: Every time we have this conversation about a different type, I'm struck by the power and the beauty of it, but also the weight of it. Because to be able to see the world through this lens is like... Holy cow, what a potential burden, like a a true gift, but right. That's another paradox. (laughs) That's where all the burdens lie. (laughs) Yeah. And that's interesting that you
1: bring this up because I think most all of the other types, the more intelligence and knowledge we have are essentially burdened and suffer. Fives at their best do not suffer. Because of their ability to remain not attached to it and yet fully present in it. There's this very unique ability that fives have to exist in this kind of knowledge without suffering. And that is in its own brilliance because that's pretty impossible for most humans, including, you know, a lot of fives, you know, if they're not fully integrated, but as a, as a deeply integrated five is able to do this in ways that just is just humans just can't, we don't have the capacity to suffer inside this kind of knowledge and intelligence and, and awareness and sight. Uh, but fives, fives can, and it is super impressive.
0: What else about their brilliance or their core fears and core drives? Yeah, you know, we, we like to
1: make sure we include <laughs> in the brilliance. If that's the if this is the only segment that people listen to on each type, we feel like this is the one to choose. And pretty essential to each type is the core fear and the core drive, which is underneath. And so the core fear of fives is to be helpless, useless, and incompetent. Disabled in a way, right? And so the, the core drive, of course, is the opposite to be capable, to be competent, to be masterful, and then able to deal with whatever the universe dishes. <laughs> the core drive and core fear are essential to each type um, in terms of the, the underlying forces that are at work.
0: Well, this is just the beginning of our conversation on fives. And so in the next segment, we'll talk about their movement and stress and flourishing and continue on exploring the paradoxes of the five. But for right now, if you're interested to learn more about the Enneagram or to work with us, you can reach out to us on LinkedIn. The link is in our show notes, and we would also love for you to follow our journey on social media or subscribe and follow on whichever podcasting platform you're listening to this on.